Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Heart to Heart Podcast. <laughs> so first off, um, exciting news. Our a podcast creator, producer, and host, Journey, oh. had a birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah. All right. Happy Turn birthday up. to you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your birthday. How old did you turn and what did you do? Um, I turned 15. I didn't do anything like big. I kind of had a party with a few friends. It was like four of us and we just kind of got together and just hung out because that's what I felt was good to do. Just have time with friends. So. But also, you had a birthday. That was last week's But news. still, we didn't talk about it. Okay. So you should tell us what you did, too. Okay. Happy birthday Okay, so what did I do for my birthday? I went out with family. It was beautiful. Um, that was really it. That was all I wanted to do. I have a lot um, of other exciting projects that I'm working on right now. So celebrating my birthday with my mom, sisters, my partner. Partner, children, it was really lovely. Yes. Yes. Love that for you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So odd that we have a similar birthday. I know. It's like a week <laughs> apart at most. All right. So what's our topic for today, Journey? Yeah. Our topic for today is does social media equal social class, which mm. is basically the involvement of followers on social media, what you post, how you act, how you show yourself. Does that represent and label you a social class, like rich, poor, somewhere in the middle? You know, just your value in it, the world. In Does the real it matter? World. Yeah, in the real world. Does it matter and affect how you stand and where you stand and who you stand with? Oh, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, we didn't introduce our guest today. Actually. Yeah, How do we, we should to introduce that? our guests who are going to help us talk about this topic. Can go in order? Yeah, my name is Mason. Uh, and tell us about <laughs> you. What? Okay. My name is Mason. I'm 15. Uh, I do like video editing. Basically, everything you can think of, to be honest. And yeah, we're here to help them talk about this topic today. Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, how many followers do you have on your social platforms? Uh, right now, I almost got 2,000 on Instagram. Per. And how many on TikTok? Like 30K. 30,000, 30, I mean. Yeah. Wow, okay. I think I have two followers on TikTok. <laughs> okay, and who else do we have in the house? I'm April, Mason's mom. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say for me, Facebook was like big, so I have 4,000 over on Facebook. Um, Instagram, maybe about 2,000. Mm. Um, Soul Garden Studio, the business has a little over 2,000. We acquired that within a year. So, yeah, that's where we are, the 2,000 mark. TikTok is new, so we don't have, we don't have that yet. Okay. We're not 30K yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're not blessed. <laughs> That's awesome. First things first, Do does anyone have any opening thoughts about the topic? I think I do. Like, just the idea of what social class even is. First of all, <laughs> to be 15, I think that's a pretty profound kind of question and, and way of thinking about the relationship between the digital space and 
real life and the way that human beings operate or um, operate and acknowledge um, and interact with each other. And I do think that, um, you know, I think social media is a kind of um, equity, like social uh, equity, like people have, um, there's value that's put um, on social media. Like if someone was to be able to distribute, for example, like 10,000 followers to people who had, say, small businesses and were trying to get more followers, I'm sure that that would boost the kind of like the social presence or the value of the small businesses. If you could like look at a small business like Soul Garden or Love Now Media and see that we had not only like 2,000 followers, which we both have, but like we had like 12,000 followers, it would be like, oh, like they're really doing it. They're really connecting mm -hmm. with folks. So yeah, I think it is. It's a kind of um, capital. That's what I meant. Social capital. capital. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree from the standpoint of just business and equity and using social media to help advance even, you know, just before Instagram and just like the YouTubers and the influencers who are able to actually make a lot of money and make income where that became their job. They became entrepreneurs and were able to, um, you know, flourish and build a brand just off of YouTube and clicks and views. Mm -hmm. um, so I do see it as, you know, an equity standpoint. Um, and then just going back a bit to like the history of it before, you know, before you guys were born and when there was, <laughs> you know, MySpace and College Club and Black Planet, um, just to watch how social media has changed and how it, initially it was just like, um, and I think for you guys it might be, and I know you guys will speak on it, just um, a way to express I know for us, it was a way of, to express ourselves and connect with our peers um, mainly. And, you know, where MySpace was like, okay, you can take this page and really um, design it to, you know, put music and your pictures and different um, colors and stuff and just customize it to really showcase who you are. And so now it's just becoming, you know, so much bigger than just expressing yourself. But again, like Joss was saying, more of like, um, a way to make money and to create brands and like boost your business. So it's mm -hmm. exciting to watch the evolution of it as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. That's it. No one else wants to input. No. I mean, I have a lot. I think I kind of <laughs> yeah. have a lot to say about this. So I'm trying to pace myself. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> should make an intro. Just the just a simple like know, starter statement. Yeah, about social media, what it means to you. You know. I mean, like. I don't mean to be mean in any type of way, but like, <laughs> if if like say a girl was like going on Instagram, and she was like, oh he just followed me, let me look at his page, and he has like three followers, she gonna be like, <laughs> like it's, so it has some sort of relevance, but I don't think it's everything at the end of the day. Like it definitely, it definitely is there, but I don't think it's something that should continue to be like a make or break for like a relationship or somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of funny, though, Mason, because I think, you know, if it was the opposite situation or the other extreme, if, you know, someone went on his page and he had like 150,000 followers, she'd be like, oh, yeah. who is he? Who is he really? Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I think it's is all of those things. It's like, what is he doing to connect with so many people? So I, I do think um, 
I don't know. I think in some ways it can be social class, but I think there um, there are some ways in which it can be like constructed mm-hmm. and um, kind of like falsely created. So mm-hmm. I was watching mm-hmm. this HBO film called Fake Famous. Have any of you seen that? No. I've heard. Oh of that. my I goodness! So. I can't. It sounds be- familiar. It should have been like like a required watching for for this um this podcast episode because it was a it's about a show it was going to be like a reality show but covid hit so it 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 changed it a little bit but basically this show decided that they would make people instagram famous and so they did an audition they talked to people and they selected three people one was an actress one made clothes and one did like real estate or something and they were like okay we're gonna make you famous by through instagram and they started buying followers um they started taking pictures in like weird places so with the one girl they took pictures in a backyard by a tree and had her wear these certain hiking boots Mm -hmm. and then they got a brand sponsorship from like a hiking company for her to represent like go on a free trip and it was like actually in the backyard she wasn't even really hiking or an actual (laughs) hiker you know (laughs) and so i think there's a lot of that and they just showed how basically you could buy ten thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers and then you had to kind of buy likes that matched up to your followers right. because then it, it would be weird if you had like a hundred thousand followers and you only had like 10 people like in your post. So then you would buy fake likes mm-hmm. and ultimately you could create this illusion of having this high profile Instagram, but you really <laughs> didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and the one guy, he was like, I'm just not doing it. Like he quit, he quit the competition. <laughs> he was like, that's fake. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah, right. I'm real. I'm real. So, um, so that was pretty funny, but I think for, yeah. So I'll save the third thing I have. Um, for my opening statement, I think a lot of social media is just about perception. It's really what people want you to see. So, like, someone can post something, but it may be, like, from years ago. Or, like, something that didn't actually happen or fabricated, like, with the hiking boots thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of hard to distinguish if it does equal social class, because some of the stuff that may look like it's a higher social class may be fake or like not real or it may not be theirs or anything so i think it's just about how you feel and how you deal with what you see you know because how you take things in can change like your answer to that question because if you take it to heart you know it may be like it might equal social class but if you don't it might just be like that's a girl on a plane right you know that's I don't. Great. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you think? No, no. It's it's just really interesting that you say that because it is about perception, and I've seen those folks with like fifty thousand followers, and then you go to the actual picture, and there are like five likes, and you know that they bought the followers because <laughs> it's definitely not adding up. So yeah, it's about perception, and there was a really good. Um, 
like Instagram campaign where you know this guy he basically it was showing like it's it's all perception of what people they, what you want to perceive what you want people to think he was running to he would drive up to the top of a hill and he would take a picture like Woo, just ran up this hill just hiked or just ran up and I'm working out and really didn't and then he broke up with his girlfriend they would show that he got this text like you know Brad it's over and then he would just be like alright I'm partying with my friends woo I don't care and meanwhile he's in the background crying so it's just mm-hmm. like you take these pictures and you know you use the filters and you're just creating perception constantly and and that's what a lot of folks get caught up on so I love that you bring that up the perception mm-hmm. of it are you gonna say something Charles? Uh, yeah yeah so one of the most powerful uses of social media that I saw that really um I think really created a sense of social capital and like influence. Influence, I think, is a is something that you know comes as a result of having a lot of like social media presence. And mm-hmm. so, um, Ava DuVernay, uh, who most people know now as a pretty famous like film industry leader, filmmaker, all of that. But I remember in like 2010, 2011. Um, she really decided that she would leverage the power of social media. Like a lot of people, maybe like in LA, they knew her, but she definitely wasn't nationally or interna- internationally known in the way she is now. And she decided that she would kind of like um, undermine the film industry who often ignored like black films. And um, she would partner with film festivals throughout the United States and use social media to create like a buzz. So for example, she produced a film and I think the name of her film was, um, I, I think it was like, I Will Follow. And she didn't have like a movie distributor to create the posters and do all the marketing and create the hype for her film. So she reached out to these film festivals in these cities and was like, okay, we're all gonna share the same graphic. We're gonna have the same social media header. We're gonna post the same post on Twitter with the same hashtag at the same time. And so she basically released her film through social media and these like film partners and that ultimately grew the name of the initiative or company that she had was called the african-american film festival releasing company and so she started doing that and i believe that um she was really like working hard like partnering with dozens of people throughout the country to help them like create buzz on social media and then she asked oprah winfrey to tweet something about her film middle of nowhere and when oprah tweeted it was like crazy now i know that oprah winfrey's influence is not as a result of social media but the fact that ava duvernay could connect with oprah winfrey like could connect her film to oprah winfrey on social media i'm sure it made some kind of like an impact i remember it was like like a big big deal and so of course i don't know ava duvernay's business or like what ultimately happened but i do know (laughs) that like 
not long after that tweet with Oprah, you know, Ava was working with Oprah on, on like Selma's, you know, so of course mm -hmm. I'm sure like, I know she works hard and all of that, but social media was a huge part. Um, at least as an outsider looking in, it was a huge part of that evolution and transformation. So I think there's a lot there. Like, yes, social media does equal social class. And it could be really unfortunate in a world of like constructed <laughs> profiles and identities and all of that. But for people who are really real and have a real mission and are really trying to connect to opportunities, I think it could be um, it could be a positive thing. Yeah, I think there's a good and a bad to it, you know, because there will always be the people who use it to like kind of hide their true selves mm -hmm. and everything. But for the people who do use it in a good way, I feel it can kind of get like overshadowed by the bad because on Instagram, you know, and I'm not proud to say it, but I do follow a lot of tea pages like what that is talk a tea about page? drama. Oh. Like, <laughs> and it's weird because like I'll be like, I don't care about TikTok and everything, but then I'll go and look like what this TikToker did to this other TikToker. And I, I feel like it's because it's kind of entertaining too. Mm -hmm. But you know, because I'm interested in that and everything. Like, it'll pop up on your Explore page and stuff. So it pops up and, you know, it's like a guilty pleasure. Like, you can't help but look at it. Because, like, <laughs> it catches your eye with, like, the post and everything. So with that being on the Internet and that being out there and everything, I feel with all the other good stuff, like, what you just talked about, I didn't know. Like, mm. but I learned about it, <laughs> but I didn't know about it because probably at that time I was looking at what Charlie D'Amelio was doing on Thursday, <laughs> you know, but it's weird because like, I don't even follow Charlie D'Amelio, <laughs> but I'll read about all the drama and everything. So like, it's kind of just I don't know who like, Charlie D'Amelio is. It's all right. <laughs> all it's all right. Okay. You're fine. Don't, don't Do worry you, about April? it. I don't, but I know who Karen is. Karen? Oh, you mean... You mean a Karen? Um, Who Karen, is Karen? The most recent, um, uh, there was like a Victoria's Secret. Oh. Meltdown. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just comparing it because I don't know who Carlo is, but I know that I'll Carlo. go in there to do business and like try to respond to someone and then that'll pop up and I can't help. Who cares? Karen. Well, you mean you like know her name Karen? I know, but it's like the oh, whole, Karen. I don't know her name specifically, oh. <laughs> but the whole um, the oh. memes that go around, oh, yeah. they just started oh, yeah. calling her Karen. Karen. <laughs> and then people start making TikTok videos about it. You know more about Karen because then I asked you and I'm like, but did you see this? It's not like a fake name. No. Like they didn't just call her Karen. <laughs> no, I, I'm just comparing it to the drama of oh, getting yeah. caught up in going like on to tea. social like, media. Yeah. Like just okay. Okay. period of going on to maybe just post a picture of your child in a family night and you're like oh and then getting <laughs> caught up in the drama of what else is going on and I had no intention of doing that at two in the morning but yeah. <laughs> it happens it's like scrolling like scrolling down your timeline it'll go from like oh here's this picture of my dog and me at the right. beach Namaste. and then it'll be like Oh my God! ASAP Rocky and Rihanna got turned down out of a club because the bouncer didn't know who they were. <laughs> you know? And you watch it, and you're like, Oh my God! And then you click on their page, and there's so much other info. stuff about it and everything. And oh it's, my goodness! It just kind of gets like the realness of 
social media and everything that are real people like showing themselves kind of gets like sidetracked when you're seeing all the tea and drama and like sometimes the fake people so i feel like that is a, a problem you know mm-hmm. but it also is to what you curate your taste to so like it's kind of also my fault for indulging in it but <laughs> you know can't help it sometimes <laughs> it's taken the place too of the tv shows that we would watch like the drama that we would watch mm-hmm. on jerry springer and mari povich when we wanted to know so badly who the somebody uh, baby who daddy was, was the baby <laughs> daddy I mean, oh my goodness what we yeah so it's taken the place of like reality tv shows and um being able to push ads through where we don't have to watch commercials the way we used to on television mm-hmm. it's definitely revolutionizing all of that at your fingertips on your phone you know so I think um, I guess I would be interested in asking Mason how did you get thirty thousand followers Great on question. TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> it well, all started with. Well, um, last year, like no, it was like two years ago. I was just posting like random videos that I thought was funny. Like I think it's something and I just posted it and I sent it to my friends because I really wasn't like trying to go viral like that. And then um, that's when I had my first thousand. After I went viral the first time, I got like. 200,000 views and I was, I was like mom mom guess what <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and um so then after that I tried I kept trying to like go viral cause like once you get it it's just like I gotta get it again mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because after I went to school it's like after the first month they're like yo you kinda fell off I was like alright <laughs> so, uh, I kept trying to I kept trying to like blow up on that account and I was like looking up how to like the algorithm <laughs> and everything and it was like it was like, oh, uh, if you've been posting, we'll, we'll make a new account. Made a new account, started posting a lot. I had like five viral videos. People do wet in my videos, getting like millions of views and stuff. Everybody kept following me and stuff. I was hyped. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was hyped at first. Like that's the only thing I would talk about. Mm-hmm. But then, but then like. I knew my friends were getting annoyed, but then I started getting annoyed about talking about it. <laughs> so that's when I stopped. <laughs> so yeah, you you cool. were that guy, Mason. You were like, they were like, hi, how are you? What's your name? Like Mason with the 30,000 yeah, TikTok like followers. A, yeah, it was for like a week, and then I got tired of it. <laughs> now, I think, yeah. I think the platform really matters as well, um, mm-hmm. because like if I had 30,000 TikTok followers, it would be ridiculous, <laughs> because like I'm a grown person like you know like I don't know if I just don't think it matters like I think Instagram followers yes um Facebook like if I had a you know Facebook profile or business profile as opposed to just like friends yes but not TikTok no like I mean like it's just, <laughs> Ooh, but TikTok that was for big. business is huge is there yeah. a TikTok it's for business well, yeah, yeah it is, it is it but it's like a different side of TikTok but nevertheless, oh, you yeah. could definitely get 30K. Yeah, you, you could. could. Love Now Media TikTok. Everything be blowing up off of TikTok. Like it does. Song, somebody will make a song, put it on TikTok, and I was trying yep. to on the Yeah, even it's if on it the blows radio up now. as a meme. I just like, don't get it. So, like, if I wanted to get popular on TikTok, do I have to dance? No. I mean, it seems like everybody, and maybe it's just my TikTok, like people say that there are different areas of TikTok. There like is. it's a house oh, with closets. Yeah. It's like, like think of like a mall, right? Like TikTok yeah. is a mall and each store is like a different side of TikTok. 
And it just kind of depends on where you want to go. Because, look, there are some stores, there are some stores as a business owner on TikTok you do not want to go in Mm -hmm. because it's, like, downhill from there. (laughs) Like, the side of TikTok where, like, being disrespectful is kind of funny. Like, you shouldn't go there. Like, don't buy stuff from there. What do you mean don't? But so what what does that mean? Don't watch the video? Don't click like? Don't, like, follow that person? Yeah, like, like, how you you customize it. it. Like, share it or, like, watch it over and over. More stuff like that will start popping up on your For You page because that's what they think you like. They think Mm -hmm. that's for you. Oh. So if you start, like, liking, like, self-improvement videos and, like, videos that are, like, good for your mental health, it'll start popping up more basically not even that just whatever you want to watch will stop popping up more if you mm-hmm. like engage with it mm. okay this is very interesting <laughs> yeah. I, I would love 30,000 followers on twitter that would twitter? be great yeah twitter twitter is a, twitter is a scary now. no it's, it's not. not oh twitter's crazy well okay. it depends on which yeah no twitter. twitter i have it I yeah twitter. i don't use it either it's because like twitter is that thing that's like you have to be built for twitter like, if you're not built for Twitter, you're not going to survive on Twitter. What do you mean built like, for Twitter? Okay, so Twitter is usually used for Stan Twitter now. Yeah, and I'm sure you know what Stan Twitter is. No, like, I do not know what Stan Twitter is. What is Stan Twitter? No one knows. Do you know what Stan Twitter is? Y'all don't no. know what Stan Twitter is? No, that's why you're teacher, here, Charlie. Okay, so Stan Twitter, <laughs> it, you know what a Stan is? No. Like a stand? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like a mic stand? No. <laughs> like, I stand like, I stand this person. It's like a fan, a big bit more extreme like i know a lot about you and kind of like i'm just like your biggest fan but like i stand you and like it's i kind stand, of, stand for almost. you no not as like political like understand, <laughs> like, stand up for you yeah no it's not nothing really like <laughs> it's not like anything deep like a meaning it's just it's just like i stand you like i like, don't want to say i'm a stand you. No, no, no 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 like Kind of, but like I'm more than a fan. Like I just Ooh, stand you, like, but not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Like this is so like soccer. this is my idol. Like K-pop, mm. they'll use idols instead of stand because like they it's like just different. So like usually a stand can be identified by a stand name, like a stand account name. It'll usually have something to do with the person they stand, and then like something <gasps> random or a stand profile picture. Which would be like a picture of the person they stand. Like Barb's, you know, like a Barb is a Nicki Minaj stand. So they'll have a Nicki Minaj profile picture and like a username like Minaj Dreams or something, right? So. <laughs> and this is S T A N. Yeah. So it's not stand? No, stand. Like the name. Stand. Like the guy that was a stalker of Eminem. There was a song called Stand. I think it's very. Oh. But it's oh. okay. It's neither here nor there. Sorry. But usually on Stan Twitter, what stems from Stan Twitter? Stan Twitter memes. Like that's usually what comes out of it. So like you could search like Stan Twitter memes compilations on YouTube and they'll come up. And it's like videos people will send in a response, like from TV shows and like pictures and everything, like meme pictures, but like for Stan Twitter. So, like, they really started trending with that, but it's also known for being, like, chaotic. Mm, and, like, drama. stand, like, fandoms will go head to head. Like, mm. what is a fandom? You don't know what a fandom is? That's just, like, a big group of stands. Like, the, uh, <laughs> like so Nicki Minaj and Barb's. Barb's like, <laughs> like, Barb's is the fandom. Ooh. And, like, if you're Barb's. It's plural. That's the whole fandom of Nicki Minaj. And a Barb is you, a stand, right? 
So like a stand, like a fan. Yeah. Oh, it's a fan. And then uh, a on fan steroids. Yeah. Stalker fan. Right. So stalker fan. So then. Ah, oh like my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to all the stands. That's so bad. I'm just, I'm just trying to make it make sense. But yeah, yeah, to make it make sense to you, that's basically what it is. But like they'll go head to head and like be like my 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 fandom is better than yours and like yours was a flop like this whole album that came out she just flopped like that's that album was terrible like and they'll be serious too and don't try to get involved if you're not in a fandom so if you're not in one or any of them it's the beehive is a, is a fandom beehive is huge yeah okay great you can find them on black twitter though like that's me. Like it kind of is. It like like it's like walking into like a battlefield, like or like a football game, yeah. a digital battlefield. Yeah, like it's like a football game with like two people just like throwing like the paintball. Right? It's two teams playing paintball and like they're just shooting paint at like my fandom's better. Or her album flopped, you know. And it's kind of just like that. And like you don't want to walk in the middle because you don't want to get hit by a paintball, right? Right. So that makes more sense. I should say it like that when I teach people. <laughs> but that's kind of what it is. And it's like if you're not made to like be completely ripped to shreds on Stan Twitter, you should not go on Stan Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Stan Twitter or just Twitter? Just tw- no, Stan Twitter mainly. But they've like regular Twitter it's is like, like politics. Yeah. Yeah. I like Trump always is saying yeah. something. Yeah. And then you have black Twitter, which is like, you know heavily cultured yeah. Spanish twitter. but it's all just twitter right it's all just twitter and I mean, it's different areas in twitter yeah. like the mall yeah, right like right, the right. twitter mall exactly yeah. Yeah. clubhouse taken over this uh what is clubhouse, clubhouse was oh. so hot for like oh. three weeks wait, wait. like what is clubhouse, clubhouse is this wow. audio social media oh. where basically oh. a conversation like what's happening with this podcast mm-hmm. yo nebia <laughs> what is going on with twitter. your headphones <laughs> nebia started smelling her headphones and it's like the funniest moment this in this conversation. <laughs> she um so yeah clubhouse it was i feel like it was it was it was hot for like three weeks maybe three months at the longest but um so a conversation like this would kind of would happen on clubhouse and you would just listen to people talk about things like this and um like other like thousands of people could join and listen to the conversation and they would be on what's called a stage and then um, if somebody from the audience wanted to come up, then they would bring them up to the audience. Um, and so it was this way to listen into conversations like that are immediate. Like you could just log on and find these different conversations about business, about like how to break into the film industry, about trending news, about hood stuff, you know, oh. like relationships or whatever. I feel like Meek Mill got in trouble a lot on Clubhouse because <laughs> well, <that laughs> he was saying things in real time and it wasn't being edited. <laughs> and so that was, it was like fun to listen to that for a while. But then it just feels to me like it got really overwhelming. And I, you know, I don't want to diss the Clubhouse folks. I'm sure they worked very hard for their their app. But it seems as if maybe they've sold their technology to Facebook and Twitter because now I'm starting to see these audio rooms that are happening on Facebook and Twitter. So I hope that's what's happening because it just feels like with Clubhouse, you had to kind of start telling people like, hey, I'm going to do... Um, I forget what you call it, like meet me on Clubhouse at six o'clock and then 
like all these random people would stop in your room and you'd be talking about a random subject and after a while I was just like I'm gonna delete this app right. I'm over it people yeah too, and then hope that they had the app to even join so yeah that sounds chaotic it's, it was but I will say that one of the f- most fun things about um Clubhouse it really worked during like the hardest parts of the pandemic mm-hmm because everyone was so alone so Mm. as opposed to having to call someone to have a a phone conversation or schedule a zoom meeting you could literally open up your app and hear people talk and like if the if the room was small enough like if there were 20 or 30 people in a room you could find yourself in a really interesting conversation with people who you didn't know but they had common interests and so that's that's when i think it was really hot like Mm. oh everybody joined clubhouse and then you had to invite people like you couldn't just download it and get on you somebody on clubhouse had to invite you and so it was like oh I got my invitation you know um, so you felt like you were a part of an elite group of, of people um, so yeah but so you it, think that elevated your social standard a little bit social well I will say that, that me, I felt like VIP yeah when I got invited I like I, I got invited kind of early like before it was um like a, it became a big deal I think in around like February March and I was on there since like October and so I had a, a good number probably like four or five hundred followers pretty quickly and I did kind of feel like, oh, you know, I have 500 be. followers on Clubhouse <laughs> yes, already. Like, I'm gonna invite you. <laughs> you didn't get an invite. I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so petty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that can happen a lot on like other social media platforms. Like when you have, like I know someone who has a good amount of followers who goes to my school, but like she'll do shout outs like there's this thing you can buy shout outs from people like what? big name people like yeah like the t pages i told you about one mm-hmm. of them sells shout outs like you can pay them and they'll like promote you on their story which costs less than a post a post that they might delete a permanent post and stuff like that and it's mm-hmm. like a whole price catalog but like she does this thing this girl at my school that like you can buy shout outs from her and like show we'll have people from our school like see her in the hallway and be like hey can i talk to you after like i want to purchase a shout out and that was so weird to me at first because i was like like what and sometimes it won't even be businesses that want it just will be people who want more followers mm-hmm. so that's where i feel like it kind of like can blur a bit of the line no i would love if i could pay oprah to shout me out i would yeah see but like yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you have like a business like a brand like would you say shout out joss duncan or love now media love now media exactly yeah no people will go shout me out and like this is just my personal account and i just want more followers for no reason yeah okay like that's where it becomes a difference but okay. like it'll be like a difference between like shout me out i'm an upcoming rapper or mm-hmm. producer it'll mm-hmm. just be like shout me out i want more followers mm. and like and if they don't get it sometimes they get mad because like it's like a hit <laughs> or a miss like they can't promise that people will follow you you yeah. know so if they like don't get any new followers people will be like well like why didn't it work like, <laughs> i want to read one maybe your profile wasn't that cool to them once they or got there or yeah yeah what's, what's going on now i mean like snapchat was big too oh. i don't know if that's over but like what's the snapchat thing sucks. It's no offense to snapchat. does it suck oh wow oh yeah okay, <laughs> okay how many proud. followers do you have on snapchat 
You don't have followers on Snapchat. Oh, excuse me. I mean, if you're talking your mic. You have. Oh well, that's if you have an official account. I thought it's points. Don't you get like points on Snapchat? Yeah, it's a snap score. Snap score, snap score. I th- wait, is that a bad thing? Somebody told me it's a bad thing. You have a lot. No, that just means you got uh, you snap a lot of people. Oh, you snap yeah. a lot of people. Oh, then I can see. Like, I can see why like, it'd be a bad thing. If like you take a picture, sometimes when people snap people, it really like. Let me organize my thought real quick. <laughs> so you can send streaks, which mm-hmm. are photos, of literally nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like it, like. A streak is like a number of days you consistently sent somebody a photo of nothing. Mm. And it's really pointless. Mm. So I don't know why people do it, but a snap score is just like, it's just like if you snap somebody, you get a certain amount of points. If you get a snap, you get a certain amount of points. Mm. It's just all over the place. Yeah, and there was this time it was like, build your snap score, but then it was like, don't build it. Because like, I know... There's this thing, like, they say if somebody has a higher snap score, that means they're snapping a lot of people, which can be a bad thing or a good thing. Mm. But I know some people look at it badly. So it was kind of just like, what's the point? Like, what does it matter? Like, what is it supposed to be? Mm. Which I don't think really care about. But I don't use Snapchat. The only time, which is so funny because it just happened, the only time I download Snapchat is on my birthday. Because (laughs) people who don't follow me on Instagram will say happy birthday through Snapchat. Because Snapchat Mm. tells people when it's your birthday. Mm. And I don't want to seem disrespectful, like I'm ignoring them. So I just be like, oh, thank you, thank you. And then after the day is over, I delete it. Oh, wow. The whole app. app. (laughs) (laughs) And it's because it's Snapchat. It started off fun because it was like, oh, you can send this and then it'll disappear. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of like people would start saving chat because you can save if you don't want it to disappear. So it's like if I'm saving it, why can't I just like text you or like do anything (laughs) else? And then Instagram came out with a thing where you can unsend a message. Oh, yeah, you know? that's great. Right. So it was like, if lot. I can send something to you on Instagram <laughs> and then unsend yes. it. Or unread it. Yeah. That's, that's clutch. <laughs> exactly. Because so, you texting me and then I'll, I'll just scroll and I accidentally open it and I'll just unread it. Because like, <laughs> exactly. people get mad. You left me on red. Yeah. I'm like, well, I was going to get back to you. I planned on exactly. it. And you can see when you I'm actually going to unread it. <laughs> Yeah. That's the shadiest thing ever. No, because sometimes it's like I'm not ready to answer you. Or sometimes I'll leave someone like unopened because I don't want to forget. Oh my goodness. And that's another thing. People people always be tripping. Oh, you left me on deliver. Oh, you left me on red. Exactly. Not everybody feels like texting and talking and calling people 24 7. Like, right. If exactly. I leave you on deliver, there's no hard fit. Well, there might be. Yeah. But it could most be. Of the time, if, I'm, if I'm leaving you on red or deliver, I'm really just not trying to talk to nobody. At that moment, what if you're yeah. having dinner? Are you about yeah, to get in the shower? Yeah, or say if I'm watching a movie mm-hmm. on People my phone. People have phones in the shower or anything. For real. I'll be like, oh, why you got your phone in the shower? Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> yeah, and no, it'll be like hardcore in the shower, like showering <laughs> like this so I don't get water on my phone. Like, if you have to go to that extreme, exactly. it should right. not be in the shower with you. And I get like, oh, I want to listen to music and everything. Okay, like maybe outside the shower, but though. It doesn't have sink, to be like you know? this. With a little speaker. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have waterproof speakers and everything. <laughs> like some people are so attached to the phone that it's like scary. <laughs> like I get like I need my phone. And if I lost my phone, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably be butthurt, you know, because I, <laughs> I need it and I want it. 
but not to the extreme like <laughs> I'm clingy to it. Like you can't take a shower and watch exactly, a movie or like some, I know my friend who doesn't leave her phone in a room with another person. <laughs> And like she has, pe- <laughs> see that's what I thought too. But that's how not even, even it. How you even take a shower if you holding your phone on? They like you just run in the water. They right go down like your that, like, swapping. <laughs> no, you know? it's Drop terrible. You know, <laughs> and it's like she won't leave it in there, and it has a password and everything. But it's not because she doesn't trust someone to go through it. She just doesn't like that it's far away from her. Mm. And like in case something happens or like she gets a message or something and like sometimes nothing will happen. Yeah. And like that's the thing. Some people are so dependent on like that validation of I'm getting a notification or something's going on right now that I need Mm -hmm. to know about. Mm -hmm. And it's it gets like confusing between reality and like Mm -hmm. inside your phone. It is. And it makes me wonder. It it really makes me think about the algorithms and just how they are getting more in sync with our thoughts and what we say. And I can only imagine Mm -hmm. what we're all going to see after we leave this conversation, Mm -hmm. because it's pretty scary the way they listen. Like it's gotten to the point where. There are things I have not said out loud. Like, I've only thought them. And then it'll be on my phone, and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. this is getting crazy. Like, are they reading our minds now? Because there's no way that I could have thought about, like, my sister or, like, some uh, an issue, and then it's, like, there. And it happens, um, like, just enough so that I can't really track whether it's happening on a regular basis, like, with the thoughts. But clearly, whenever we talk now, everybody knows that it's whatever you talked about, they're going to be ads for that thing or they're going to be social media profiles that connect to like or are talking about whatever you were talking about. And that is scary. I think that makes the idea of relying on social media for social class, um, you know, really problematic because then you're almost agreeing to be controlled, mm-hmm. you know, and tracked. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember parking the other day and it was like, how was your experience with the parking? And I was like, whoa, you know, it just put everything, you know, into like, I, I really got it that you're where you're we're being tracked. It's not even just like your mind, but they might see that you call your sister often. Maybe mm-hmm. you called your sister three mm-hmm. times today. Mm-hmm. Sister means something. Mm-hmm. Let, let's reach out. Mm-hmm. And, and prior to social media, um, just as a marketing major, just learning that things that would happen is like they would go through your purses and go through your trash and, mm. and really look at your receipts, look at what you were spending. It's so mm-hmm. much easier now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like anything that you do. I could call Mason or text them. It's like, oh, she has a son. She's going to park here. She's mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's send her some information about this. Mm-hmm. Ads are important. All of our information that's how they track us to even put up ads to mm-hmm, know anything mm-hmm. so there's just being tracked about your demographics how much you care about that mm. you know it's very intrusive it's scary <laughs> they be tracking your sleep like well, I <laughs> it'll be like it's like this health app and if you oh. go on it it'll be like well you're sleeping you weren't sleeping that well tonight like, <laughs> yeah no. thanks but like you know <laughs> i was okay there's this thing called bedtime, did you have a bad dream <laughs> and there's like it'll tell you like you set it up 
But, like, if you go on it when you're supposed to be asleep, it'll be like, oh, no, sleep tight. Like, good night. You can't open that. <laughs> nah, nah. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> and it's like, but wait. Like, I want to check something and be like, no, you're supposed to be asleep right now. <laughs> Are you sure you're not sleeping? Like, I'm like, well, you know, I just want no. to text my mom back. You think you should sleep. No, but, you know, you need to go to bed. <laughs> You've got an early morning, kiddo. Yeah, you start school at 8 a.m., right? Right? <laughs> We see the alarm. Don't lie. <laughs> it's like, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We've come far in technology, but is it a good thing? Right. And might I add, just because I know we only have a couple of minutes later. Um, so with like uh, Zen and Glory, so they're four and five, and they're at the point where they just love that they can ask Google something, mm-hmm. like just like with the whole Siri, blah blah blah. They're like, hey, Google, you want to be my friend? And then Google's like, um, sure, I would love to be your friend. And so they're literally having this conversation with Google mm. because they can. And like, it's just, it's insane. So just thinking about what is social media going to look like for them in mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. is insane. It's, that is. It's, just, it's a really, if we're scared now, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as we stay ahead of it mm-hmm. and don't let it like control stay ahead us. of control us, yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. Thank you. So so. I have a a little housekeeping stuff that I want to say before we close Mm -hmm. officially. This is going to be our last recording for a couple weeks. Um, So we're going to have a little pause. But if anyone is listening listening to this podcast and you would like to be a sponsor for the Heart to Heart podcast or a guest on the Heart to Heart podcast when we start up in late September, please go to our Instagram at Love Now Media and hit us up in the messenger and let us know. Um, we do we will be having sponsorship opportunities for the next um, iteration or season of the Heart to Heart podcast. Um, so we're very excited about that. And if you want to be a guest, um, we would love to talk to folks who want to have intergenerational conversations about yes. um, what about social justice, about um, trending life. topics, life, <laughs> um, and entertainment. Yeah. So, um, so those are my housekeeping notes. Yeah, um, my housekeeping note is thank you for listening um you know just for all the episodes not even this one um if you have been listening to all of them supporting coming back every week thank you to our guests here today and all of our guests from before yeah big thanks big big thanks to nebia Nebbia. our super producer been here every week every week on wednesday rectfully <laughs> here to help us set up and thank you joss oh. for making this real yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Journey, for the lovely idea and for being our uh, producer and host extraordinaire. Yes, wipe the sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look forward to reconnecting with this audience again um, in about two months. Yeah. Okay. Peace out. Bye. Bye.